Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. Starting with a pulse check here. Tap in, tune in, ask yourself, how many times have you had a habit, an action, a thought, a behavior that you've gone round and round with from maybe years, maybe your whole life, that you just are at this point when you're saying, I'm ready to shed this layer. I am ready to be done with this, this story, this narrative that just is not serving me. And maybe that's your relationship with your body. Maybe that's your relationship with food. Maybe that's your relationships in general with your emotions at work wherever and however we get to apply this because we're human beings and one thing is not ever solely just one thing. We're all interconnected in some type of way. What happens when you're ready to release that? But how do you do that? What, where do you go from there? And that's what we're going to dive into today is really the concept of rewiring your brain. Looking at taking an observer role, thinking about where this stemmed from, what we can do, and how to make a shift and a pivot so you are leaving that space as a place of a teaching moment and a place that protected you when you needed to, but it no longer does. We cannot think our way into change. We cannot think our way into change. We have to feel it. We have to embody it. We have to address it. This is such a big piece that we hear over and over again is just think positively or just do X, Y, Z and you'll suddenly shift and change. No, that's why you haven't shifted and changed in, in these things that have been weighing you down for the better part of your life because we're not addressing where they're coming from. We're not digging the roots out. If you're out in your yard, you know that you can pop off all the tops of the dandelions, but they're going to keep coming back. It's the same way with these patterns or these actions, truthfully, our core-rooted beliefs that have been placed on us. So we start first in that observer role. You take a look at where are these judgments, where are these thoughts or stories that I've placed on, that have been placed on me or I've placed on myself, where did they come from? So something tangible as this is I'm maybe just spewing. I'll give you a tangible piece and then maybe this will relate a little bit better for you. Last week I did a pretty heated spiel on Instagram talking about the UK Cosmo cover. The UK Cosmo cover that came out for the month of January had women of different sizes, larger sizes, on their cover and it said this is healthy and people just went nuts they went nuts on one end of the spectrum they went nuts on the other end of the spectrum but 
the area that was really triggering to me and was really upsetting to my heart, honestly, and got me really fucking fired up, was a myriad of comments that were coming from people saying this isn't healthy and just slashing this and slashing Cosmo UK for saying this. How dare we say that somebody of a different size is or is not healthy because we have been conditioned, diet culture, society, fitness culture has been conditioned to believe that the only way that you can be healthy and the only marker of health is a tiny, tiny little figure. And without getting too sidetracked, because that probably could have been a 45-minute screaming podcast of mine that came out, a rage rage podcast by chance, this is where we get to then step into the other side and say, is this true? Is this really true? Because are you asking that person about their mental health? Are you asking them about their lab values, about how they feel, about how they work, about how they maneuver in life. Who are we to judge and say by the look of somebody that that is is or is not healthy? And also calling that group out as I had to do to myself. So what I am coming with when I'm looking at this or when I can start to see these pieces is I always lead with examination of self first because our judgments come from what we're battling internally. My judgment of somebody else is not about them. It's about what I feel insecure about or what I feel inadequate about within self. I know that. I hold that mirror up to myself. I'm not sitting on a high and mighty space even by saying that. I'm just saying I've realized that. I know I can catch that. It still comes. I still have those judgments. But that's a cue and a trigger for me to look in and ask where is that stemming from? But just as I had to do to self in that and realizing that for years I lived in a space where I was fat phobic and that displayed in the way that I cared for myself in the way that I thought and believed about myself. And if you're really concerned over that, then are you, are you reaching out to the people on the cover who are struggling with disordered eating? Are you calling that unhealthy? Are you reaching out to the people on the cover who are struggling with mental health? Are you calling that unhealthy? Holding up that lens, it's just, that's a bigger tangible view, but holding up that lens on that space and having to reflect it first back on me is this judgment check that we do. It's not your fault When we're looking at judgments, you have to remember that we are doing it at a place of curiosity, at a place of exploration, at a place to move you forward, not to add shame, blame, guilt. Because in the example that I just shared, in the times that I was struggling, I truly was doing the best that I could do. I truly was. It didn't seem like it. And I get frustrated with it even now looking back, but I was with the tools that I had. And every person that was, I have to believe this, I have to believe (laughs) there's good in people, but every person who was making those awful comments about somebody else's size and somebody else's health and somebody else's perceived space, that's just the conditioning that they've been placed with. And when I can flip that switch and give myself that that compassion and that empathy, that's when I can pour it out to others. I've shared multiple times that when my ability to give empathy to myself is low, when I am not 
giving to self, I cannot give that to others. And that's not the way that I want to show up. And I know that's not the way that you want to either. It's the hardest step. It's easier to be more compassionate to other people and empathetic towards other people than it is to yourself. But it is so important because that's where we can start to say, okay, I am safe to make these changes. I'm safe to shift that. Even though it's not your fault, which it is not, it is your conditioning from self or from society, it is your personal responsibility to shift that, to change that. That's not always fair and it doesn't always feel good, but that's personal responsibility. And if we want to break these narratives in self, if we want to break these narratives in society, Think about what's happening in this world right now. Shifts, changes, massive shit is coming to light. If we really truly are accepting that we want to change this, this is how we do it. We take that first step of personal responsibility. We are in a space right now where we can fucking change the world, where change is happening Hello, age of Aquarius. Welcome. We are fucking in it and pony up. I am here for it. But change starts with with self. Change starts with self. So once you notice where these pieces are coming from, maybe it's judgments around foods that you can eat. Maybe it's judgments around your size or the way you move your body. Or judgments around how people interact with their kids or their family members or how they do or do not handle themselves. Being mindful of where you're pulling judgments on other people, reflecting it back on you, or even looking at yourself. Where is that coming from? And then you get to explore where did that stem from? And this might take some time. Maybe you remember an instance on the playground where somebody made a comment about your size, and now you're insecure about it. Maybe somebody made a comment about how much food you're putting on your plate when you were a little girl, and now you are fearful of eating in front of other people. Maybe somebody made a comment about good girls XYZ, or we are quiet and we don't take up space and we just sit politely and do. It's, it's big, it's vast, it's, it's all-encompassing. But once you start to see that, that's when we get to say, okay, this is where I'm going to ask, what else could be true? What new belief do I want to impregnate in that space? What new belief do I want to implement instead of that? That served its purpose. It kept me safe. It kept my ego protected. I am ready to add a new belief in there, a new narrative that makes me feel good. That brings me closer to the space and the human and the soul that I want to be. When we're creating these new pathways, these new thoughts, we lead with feeling. Sit in it and think. Maybe even write a to-be list. I want to be free-flowing. I want to be at ease. I want to be filled with light and love and share that with the world, then what new beliefs do we start to create around that feeling? 
Feeling is always the center and then we build out from out that. And then you get to see, oh, okay, this this sensation that I'm experiencing, this thought, it's mm, is that really bringing me closer to the person that I want to be? No. All right, maybe it's time that I shift and that I change it. Yes, we're a little bit in structured mind of that, but it's more of an observing place. It's not of, I shouldn't think this, I need to think this. It's, I'm embodied. I don't want to feel this way. I want to feel a new way. I want to lead with this way. And that's the beginning stage of how we rewire that. And then we practice it. And then we repeat it. And maybe it's giving yourself a cue. Maybe it's journaling about it. Maybe it's putting a reminder on your phone that goes off several times a day. Maybe it's holding a piece of a necklace or a a crystal or something of resource that every time you come back to that space, you remember, oh, this is my new feeling. This is what I'm wanting to cultivate. This is how I am going to cultivate it. So when we're shifting, when we're releasing the old, we're releasing what is no longer serving, we always start by seeing judgment, where we're judging others and how that's truly a reflection of ourself or where we have been judging ourselves and looking at where did that stem from? It's time I take personal responsibility. It's time I ask and I dig into self. Where did this belief, where did this narrative, where was this placed on me? And is this truth? Maybe it was at the time, but it's not the truth that I want to subscribe to any longer. Okay, what does my new truth look like? What does my new feeling look like? How am I going to embody that? And what are the steps that I can do in a loving manner to embody and hold that as true? I hope this helps. I hope that some of the tangible ways you can relate to how it truly fits to you these little embodiment, they're not little, these embodiment practices, it's one of the first steps that I walk through all of the women that I coach. It's the questions that we ask. How are you feeling truthfully? And is this in alignment with the person that you want to be? If it's not, we're not diminishing it. We're not saying, well, don't feel that way. That's not embodiment. That's not shifting. It's okay, so what is out of alignment and where can we process this? How can we feel this in a way that we're resolving it and moving into a new phase, your new space? It is time that we drop the narratives and the storylines that this is the way things have to be. Fuck that. You get to create anything that you want. We just have to process out the shit that is telling us otherwise. And you are so worthy of that. You are so deserving of that. Maybe that is a storyline that you need to tackle first. Where did that stem from? A lot of this is hard to do on your own as well. It's scary. It makes you sit. It makes you feel. And when you have lived numb, when you have learned to disassociate from body and from self and from emotions, this isn't always the easiest step to do on your own. This is where breath work comes in. This is where coaching comes in. This is where working with a mentor comes in. This is the foundation of what I do. And guess what? When I help the women build and cultivate their new foundation, their new sense of self, their new beliefs that are actually, you know what? They're not even new. 
they're their truth. I like that even better. When we uncover the shit that isn't our truth, we get to, I help you, I help them stand in your truth, in your highest self and feel and live in a way that you know aligns with the person that you truly want to be and the person that you truly are at your heart and your soul. Man, (laughs) that was a lot. That was a lot to take in. A lot of tangible steps, a lot of structured mind steps, a lot of thinking, feeling, embodiment steps. Process it. Sit with it. Feel it. And maybe just at the beginning, it's just making a mental note of where judgments are coming from. What are you even wanting to shift? What feels out of alignment? And then go back, reconstruct, start from step one. Maybe do it multiple times. Maybe seek out, maybe ask for help if you're feeling like, I'm getting stuck in a way. Give me a holler. Let me know. I'm always here. I'm always sending you the light and the love that I truly say in every episode because I'm so grateful to be able to be walking this path alongside of you and helping you in your journey just as much as each and every one of you help you help me in mine. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.